0: Hey, Good Friday afternoon, everybody. This is Brian Bledsoe once again here on the Desert Farmer Podcast. And just wanted to hop on here this afternoon very quickly. And as I said, don't want to waste a whole lot of your time and talk a little bit about this Arctic air that's coming down from the north. Now, again, we haven't seen much of this so far this winter, largely due to the El Nino that's been going on in the Pacific Ocean, where it, a lot of times will flood the western half of the United States, and for that matter, most of the United States, with a significant amount of Pacific air. Mild Pacific air. And that's basically how a lot of El Ninos work in November and for a large part of December. Now, after that, a lot of these El Nino winters are backloaded. And by backloaded, I mean winter starts to show up in January. And it basically persists through February and even into the early part of spring before the El Nino finally starts to go away and things kind of balance out a little bit. So we are in store definitely for uh, quite a little bit of winter here over about the next, oh, say at least five days, especially. And this is something we've talked a lot about here on the Desert Farmer podcast. But just looking at some of these temperatures Uh, And what we're going to be dealing with over the next, say, 48 hours or so, it's pretty nasty. Cold air really solidified itself up into parts of Montana. And uh, they were dealing with temperatures 20, 30 below zero up there today. And during the course of today, that Arctic air is going to be making its way southward through the western high plains. So by the time we head toward tomorrow morning, uh, you know, we'll be seeing temperatures below zero Uh, Actual temperatures below zero across all of Montana, the Dakotas, Nebraska, northeast Colorado, and even in the northwest parts of Kansas, areas just south of there, maybe in the single digits above zero. Uh And then that front will just be making its way down into the north central portion of the uh the uh, Texas Panhandle, so once that Arctic air starts heading southward, it definitely gets rolling, and that's what it'll do tomorrow uh across West Texas and Eastern New Mexico, probably a pretty healthy temperature grading setting up, say from oh uh south of Lubbock, where you might be in the mid sixties. To north of Amarillo where you might only be about 12 degrees. You drive across that front there in the Texas Panhandle and it is definitely going to be a pretty significant temperature change from north to south. This initial wave that's coming south will also be followed up by a secondary wave a little bit later this weekend. So the temperatures early on uh, Sunday morning are likely going to be at or below zero across a large part of eastern Colorado, western Kansas, all of Nebraska, some of those uh, readings in eastern Nebraska, for example, on top of that fresh snowpack could be running between about 20 and 25 below zero to start things out on Sunday morning. And Montana's like, hey, this is what we've been dealing with up here with this Arctic air. But yeah, I, I see some areas really from, say, Valentine down through, uh, you know, east of North Platte, extending southward into north central Kansas, down around, uh, say, Topeka, Concordia, and then ex- over uh, east toward the Missouri River. There's a solid area there that's likely gonna start out 15 to 25 below zero. Uh, And if that wind continues to die off and we really clear the sky out and that wind is light, I I wouldn't be surprised to see some areas making a run toward 30 below zero. But again, that's a little bit farther to the north and east. The western high plains will obviously be cold, just not as cold as our eastern neighbors. And if we look at how Sunday's going to roll, a lot of areas probably across southeast Wyoming, western Nebraska, eastern Colorado probably make it. Uh, you know, in the single digits to teens above zero. And then I have my eye set on another reinforcing shot of Arctic air that is going to kind of come down from the north uh, by the time we head toward late Sunday night and into Monday. And what that's going to do is uh, kind of provide us with the last leg of this Arctic air, but it's going to be fresh Arctic air that's going to reinforce the cold that we're going to see around here Sunday night and during the daytime hours on Monday. Probably some snow with that too. Uh, we've got some jet stream energy coming in, so there'll probably be a band of snow uh, on Monday. That extends from you know southeast Wyoming, western Nebraska, down into Colorado, and then eastward across uh, parts of Kansas. Now, keep in mind, you might say, "Well, how much snow would we see out of that?" Well, the liquid to snow ratio is going to be significant. So, on a normal storm system, say uh, a normal storm system, you might um, be dealing with something like a ten to one or twelve to one ratio. By that, I'm saying. Uh, 10 inches of snow would equal an inch of liquid, okay? Um, So when you cool things off significantly like this, that increases your ratio greatly. And in Arctic air, I've seen liquid to snow ratios run anywhere from 50 to one to maybe 100 to one. And that's because the air is so dry, it takes an incredibly high amount of snow just to equal a low volume of liquid. OK, so that's the type of Arctic air that we're going to deal with. And I don't think we're going to see gigantic snow, uh, you know, out of, out of any of this, really. But there could be enough to continue to add insult to injury, especially for folks that have been dealing with the snow uh, out there lately. So that's kind of my main message, really from tonight through Tuesday is going to be the worst of this. And then uh, we're going to start to see things moderate just a little bit. And I think that that's the main thing that we need to focus on uh, that when this air is going to finally get out of here is uh, not even toward the middle part of next week. Now it'll moderate a little bit here and there, but it's going to take its sweet old time doing so. So prepare accordingly. And I know farmers and ranchers, this is, this is old hat for you folks. This is winter. And uh, this is somewhat what we see from time to time this time of year. Right. But for a lot of folks, Uh, they may not be prepared for this. If you are traveling, make sure you are prepared. Make sure you've got some blankets, extra clothes in your car. Make sure those tires are aired up. Make sure your battery in your car works well. I know these are just the common sense things that we have to deal with whenever we deal with a little bit of winter. Uh, But again, these are some things that a lot of people forget from time to time. So uh, again, this is not the worst Arctic air mass in the history of the world here, but it's definitely a shock when we haven't had much of a deal with. And it's certainly something that we need to be prepared for. So on Twitter... Or X, or whatever you want to call it, I'm sure we'll see a lot of folks chopping ice out there. A lot of ranchers feeding cattle if you have them. Uh, Tractors cold starting. There'll be a lot of folks throwing warm water up in the air and watching it vaporize. It's the typical cliched stuff, you know. You see when we're dealing with Arctic air like this that's coming down from the north and it's uh, significant cold air mass. So. That's what we have to deal with for right now. There is some uh, an indication that beyond this warm up that we'll see during the back part of next week that things could once again get a little bit more active in the southwest part of the United States. And by that I'm saying some storm systems coming in and ejecting and some of the latest stuff that I've been looking at actually start to show uh some better moisture prospects across places in Arizona, New Mexico, uh, you know, even into uh, across parts of Texas, but again, this is down the road a little bit. This would be likely be beyond say the twenty third or twenty fourth uh, as uh, some of these storm systems try to get organized in the southwest and then kick out so we 've seen one weather pattern shift where we had everything coming out of the west and southwest okay with the mild air now we 've got this air mass coming down straight from the north, and we have to deal with that, and then the pattern will kind of revert back to things coming up out of the southwest where we actually have some better prospects of seeing some moisture. Now, keep in mind January and February incredibly dry months for the most part across the western high plains. We don't think of those months as being significant moisture producers. So, uh the the storm that came through last week uh and spread its blizzard conditions across parts of eastern colorado down in the panhandles and across a large part of kansas uh, again the moisture that you received from that was pretty significant in places especially across kansas again that type of storm is pretty atypical for january that'd be more something you'd see like either in december or even as we get into march so feel feel lucky that you got that. I don't really see anything huge headed our way, at least in the short term, uh, until we possibly get past, say, the 24th or 25th, as I was mentioning. So uh, if you can deal with the Arctic air, And a little bit of this fluffy snow that's going to take place from time to time. I think we're going to get through this pattern just fine. And then we'll see what we see as we round out this month and we head toward February. So like I said, didn't want to take up a whole lot of your time. I know you guys are heavily involved with the USDA report that came out today. I'm seeing a lot of publicity about that out there today. So uh, I know some grain marketers that are obviously taking it on the chin a little bit, uh, maybe hiding out just a little bit. But you know what? That's part of the business. As I always say the future is hard. Have yourself a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe in this Arctic air, and we'll be chatting with you again soon here on the Desert Farmer Podcast. Be well.